Hello, and welcome to this episode of GTalk, brought to you by GLP. GLP is a leading global business builder, owner, developer, and operator of logistics real estate, data centers, renewable energy, and related technologies. GLP owns and operates assets and businesses in 17 countries across Asia, Europe, and the Americas. GLP Capital Partners is a global alternative asset manager with approximately $125 billion in assets under management as of the 31st of March this year, 2023. And it's also the exclusive investment and asset manager of GLP. The GLP European operating portfolio consists of more than 9.1 million square meters across the strategic logistics markets, which is leased to blue chip customers such as Amazon, DHL and GXO Logistics. To learn more about GLP's European operations, please go to eu.glp.com. Today we're going to be talking to four different GLP colleagues and finding out how the company has been helping to support their career development. Uh, joining me to discuss their own stories are Joanna Rosides. Hello. Hi, Joanna. Uh, Diana Homeister. Hello. Hi. Uh, Neri Herrera. Hi. Hi, Neri. And Brian McHenry. Hi, Paul. Hi. So all four of you work for GLP. We've got two from the London office, uh, one in Germany and one in Spain. And um, we've got two in the studio here and two dialing in. Uh, but if I could start with you, Joanna. I understand you graduated in 2020 from Nottingham University with a degree in civil engineering and you joined GLP in November of that year. So how has it been? Yeah, that's correct. Um, it was a challenge going from student life to the world of work, but I was given a lot of responsibility early on, which was very rewarding for me. And what uh, what did you join as? What was your first I, role? I joined as an assistant construction project manager. And what, what does that mean? What What do you have to do in that job? So GLP, Europe's construction team, consists of 22 people across nine different teams. And my role in core construction is to make sure that this team is aligned. So me and my manager are trying to uh, make sure that there are policies, procedures set up. We manage the monthly reporting and we complete any ad hoc requirements from all the other departments like funds the ESG team and anyone else. Yeah, so quite a lot of reporting on the constructions and their progress. And there's quite a lot of construction going on across Europe. So uh, how did GLP help you uh, sort of overcome the daunting nature of this role? So back in March 2022, when I had my appraisal, uh, I had a conversation with my manager at the time who is Nere, who is here with us. Yes. And we were talking about me having more hands-on practical experience on construction sites because that will help me to understand the construction work a lot more. So that enabled my secondment to RAIM Consulting, which I did this year from January to June 2023. So for six months, I was able to see the reporting from the consulting side and I was going on site. Um, working with the site managers and designers, engineers, and all of that. Okay, yeah, it's always quite a different thing, isn't it? The the abstract to the boots on the ground uh, roles yeah. on in construction sites. So, what did you learn sort of during that six months, and how has it carried on into your role today? So, seeing uh, the experience of a project manager on site and experiencing the daily challenges that they encounter made me have a better understanding of the work. And this has helped me a lot to uh, redesign the reporting procedure. And I'm now working on a design guide to help all the countries have a minimum standard of construction. 
And in terms of soft skills, I think the secondment uh, improved my confidence a lot. So now I can work with the teams better and communicate more effectively. Okay. And uh, uh, Neri, you were working with Joanna at the time. Tell us about the appraisal process and how you decided about the secondment for Joanna. Everything seemed quite logical, right? Uh, Joanna was coming from university and she needed... Uh, she was very good in the back office work, but I completely understood her 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 feelings about the on-site work. How am I going to help the teams with on-site works if I've, I've never been on-site? So that's why we started back in the days to find a solution to take her out of the office and see a real construction site, uh, which I think it's it's something very, very enriching. Yes, you've been on your own career development journey uh, with GLP, haven't you? Uh, tell us a bit about that. Yeah, uh, my experience, it's not that far away from Joanna's. I started my university studies were architecture and I started to work for GLP as a self-employee. And then in, in 2018, when GLP bought Gaisley back in the days, I finally officially joined the company as part of, of my GLP employee. Yes, but so that I mean that self-employed status in Spain is it's more like a kind of consulting um, freelance uh, role with the company. But at the start of this process, the team was quite small, and you were left on your own uh, before Oscar Heras, your manager, joined. Uh, tell us a bit about that process. Yes, so it, there was a time when when there was two of us in the Spanish business unit, I was supporting the European head of construction, which was uh, Oscar. The issue is that Oscar was traveling a lot. He was going to different sites in, in Europe and I was left in the office without that visibility. Uh, so I, I talked to Oscar, again, a very supportive manager. We found a solution. He decided to, to take me out to the, to the French construction sites. So I started going on a regular basis to, 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 a, to a project in Paris. And, and that's when I started to see the, the real activity on site. So like you say, yes, yeah, a very similar process to Joanna, sort of going from uh, academia to seeing the construction sites on the ground. After that sort of secondment to Paris or a couple of weeks every month, uh, what, what happened next? Once the, the, the Spanish business unit opened. I started to work for the Spanish business unit, but I saw that my interest was in the international part of the business. And I really, really wanted to work with, with international colleagues and international teams. And that's when I, I had the chance to jump to this core construction role that Joanna was, was mentioning. Okay. Tell us about the course and how that came about. Yes. At that time, uh, GLP was slightly changing from only developer to asset manager, fund manager. And that's where I, I felt I needed some, something more to, to, to complement my, my career. And I was very happy to, to find a, a company like GLP that supported me in an MBA, try and understand other, other sections of the, of the business. I did a course, and an MBA in Madrid, as I said. Uh, it was partially financed by GLP, two afternoons a week, so super happy. 
So we've got the company now growing rapidly across Europe, and it seems that having a flexible approach is important and understanding what each colleague uh, wants to achieve. Uh, what's been your experience then, Neri? Well, it's true that the the business has been adapting to, to an expansion. Uh, we, we've been growing a lot. Everyone had to reorganize and, and learn new ways to work with the pandemic. The reporting became increasingly important, not only in construction, also in ESG. And that's when I took the opportunity to change from construction to sustainability. And I was working a lot back in the days with the ESG team. And it was very, it was easy and natural for me to, to start this new role in sustainability. Yes, as ESG rose in importance, the ESG team was created within GLP. Uh, you were working with them a lot because of all the reporting that construction has to do to the ESG team and then on to the investors. You were working with Joanna as well all of this time. Uh, so how did you manage that transition as you were changing roles, given that you were Joanna's senior? Yes, the the thing that I realized is that I didn't want to leave her on her own. So the first thing I did before moving was to make sure that Joanna was well-placed and supported so that she could do her work in the construction team. And that's where, with this appraisal, yes, you and your replacement, Stephen Alexander, arranged for this period of time with RAIM Consulting, uh, so getting that hands-on experience on construction sites. Yeah, we, we had a plan. Joanna had her own wishes. I also supported her and Stephen Alexander, when he became head of construction in Europe, was fully supportive with the plan that we had. So it was easy. Okay, and along with this uh, change in roles at work, uh, you've also had a change in roles at home as well. Tell us about that. Yes, Paul. It's been nine months since my baby was born, so I'm a new mum. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, you're not the only new mum on the panel today. Uh, Diana Homeister, I gather you are a, a, a new mum as well. Correct. Um, I have a little baby boy too, born in June last year. And after one year of parental leave, I'm really happy to be back to work since July this year. Oh, well, congratulations to you as well. Thank you. Okay, well, tell us about your experience with GLP moving through these various different roles and, and since you joined GLP. Yeah, my career at GLP, former Gaisley, started in 2017 as an assistant. And as I already held a bachelor's degree in economics and had background within the finance industry from my former job, I showed very soon my interest in asset management. GLP gave me the opportunity to start a role in asset management in 2017 and so I became an assistant to the asset management director back then. Okay. And uh, uh, but the, uh, the, how many of you were there in the in the GLP doing the asset it, management at that time? It was just the asset management director back then and me, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you were thrown in again with quite a lot of responsibility. How did GLP help you sort of navigate the increased responsibilities of, of, of your job? Yeah, after one year training on the job with the asset management director, GLP offered me to start a risk and asset management course at Epps University to strengthen my knowledge. And GLP paid for this course and supported me with extra days off during this time. 
And uh, during all this time as well, then uh, GLP has been expanding. So now I gather the team is is bigger, and you you've all been shifting your areas of responsibility as well as your your roles. Yes, we have uh, grown from a team of six in the Frankfurt office to a team of 19 people across Germany. And since July, I'm back from parental leave. And it was like I never left, although a couple of new people joined. And But you're no longer a, a, an assistant asset manager. You're, you're now a senior asset manager, I gather. Correct, yes. So within the trust of GLP and me and my skills, uh, GLP rewarded me with the senior asset manager title. Okay. Coming to you now, Brian, um, you got your degree in University College Cork as a Bachelor of Commerce. You then trained as a chartered accountant before moving across to work in corporate finance. Uh, in 2011, you spent some time in Australia, still working in corporate finance, but also gaining a postgraduate diploma. Uh, you came to London in 2015, where you moved back to commerce from services. Is that all correct? That is certainly right, Paul. From moving from university into sort of a professional career, I've just can try to continue to sort of learn and develop throughout. Um, so after qualifying as an accountant and having a few years experience and transitioning to corporate finance, it felt appropriate to sort of have a course and some academic sort of understanding of it more. So that, that, that suggested that I should go and do something interesting. And going to Australia was probably more about life experience, but it ended up being as much about professional experience. And then the change coming to London, going from professional services to commerce was again, not an unconventional career transition, but um, one that was, was quite interesting and quite a challenge, but also quite um, rewarding. So there's this, there's this same theme of developing skills on the job, but also then, you know, developing some academic skills. Tell us about the course that you ended up doing. So similar to Nere, I ended up doing an executive MBA in Bayes Business School, formerly Cass Business School. And I started in 2020. And it was a it was a time where I was with GLP for maybe five years and had grown the team. And we were doing providing good sort of financial planning analysis services to the business, but we wanted to expand more. And what was your role at GLP at that time? It was a director in financial planning analysis, but we wanted to grow the team to provide services, not only in the financial arena, but broader across the business. Sort of, And I was not as sort of comfortable with those different disciplines and that course allowed me to do so. But interesting, I suppose, what was the beneficially GLP financially supported me um, undertake the course. In addition to that, um, the flexibility of working while also studying, while also sort of balancing a home life, life was really helpful. But I think in retrospect, looking back, what was the most useful outcome was I integrated my dissertation as part of my executive MBA with the business. So I looked at value, how we could manage value creation in the business as my dissertation and it enabled me to interview 10 to 12 of the senior leaders within the business you know 15 to 16 hours of interviews and I got some in intriguing perspective and the okay so so GLP was your specialist subject for your for your dissertation exactly and all the contributors were really sort of open with their time and that was that's something that still sort of resides with me that that was really helpful people were willing to give their time to help me understand the business more but hopefully now having gone through the course I can help the business expand in a different way 
Okay, and so what's your role now? Once you've and now you've done that course, it's similar role, but we're trying to broaden what we do in financial planning and analysis to help understand business performance, maybe in a different way, and provide insights that help decisions, um, often through data or improving processes to help improve business performance. And you're working with uh, GCP, the G, uh, the capital partners. Exactly. Yes. Okay. I've transitioned, but working hand in hand with everyone in GLP to make the business overall just operate in a more efficient and effective way. So what's it taught you about the role of business in career development and in, in those kind of qualifications that you need just because the the world of work is changing so quickly? Yeah, I think it's it's critical. It's somewhat of a cliche, but like people are the business's more, most valuable asset and you need to, like any other asset, you just need to invest time and effort in so that you can see those people mature and grow and sort of contribute to the business and the business gets as much out of it as the people do long term because it's sort of a mutual, mutually beneficial relationship. So you as a team leader, you're going through, um, you know, various appraisal processes with your team. Um, you've also at GLP, you've got this Leaders of the Future program. Uh, tell us about that. So in 2021, I think we initiated the program to start in 2022, where, you know, leaders of the future could go on a variety of courses to improve their leadership and management skills as a group and develop personally. And a number of people on my team attended the course and had, had given strong feedback. So it was definitely a worthwhile exercise. Okay, Neri, um, you've been on the course. Uh, how was it for you? Uh, how did you find it? Yes, I was also part of the team and it was very interesting. It gave you a lot of softer skills. Can you give an example of the, those kind of softer skills? Well, something that is not very easy for me, that doesn't come very naturally, is nego negotiation. Okay. So I, re I remember one of the one of the modules was around the negotiating. It was very helpful. But then we had also topics related to treating or uh, working with other colleagues, how to work your your leadership skills. It was very complete and different from our day day to day job. Okay. Um, and then, as you know, with the two of you who've just uh, come back from maternity leave um, uh, and young mums, how do you feel about GLP's approach to your work-life balance, um, which is obviously more important for everyone these days? So um, GLP is definitely very supportive here. Um, I'm really thankful for the trust that GLP is giving us to work from home with flexible working hours. And these two things have become even more important to me or I think also to Nara with a child now. Yeah. Yes, it's almost essential, isn't it? Because of the the, the the times of your day change completely. Joanna, how about you? With your you're the 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 youngest here. What do you think your generation of graduates uh, is looking for from the world of work? I think the most important thing is definitely flexibility, because um, especially after the pandemic, it was proven that the work can be done from anywhere; it doesn't have to be in the office. So as long as the employer trusts us that we can do the work from anywhere, then that can also improve productivity and uh, also giving opportunity to the people who work for GLP. I think it's a very good motivation for young people to join. 
Okay. And you've all been through a, quite a, a period of rapid change uh, with GLP. It's been expanding. It's been changing. How, how do you all feel about that? I think it's great. I think it, they go hand in hand, don't they? A growing business gives new opportunities to people. People that are willing to invest in themselves, develop themselves, can grasp those opportunities. So it's really, it's really interesting to be part of that growth, both organisationally and sort of personally. And grasp it with both hands would probably be the, the takeaway for me. Excellent. Um, final thoughts from anyone? Coming to you, Brian. I think it's short, really. It's I think the person themselves really needs to drive and own their career and their development. But without the business supporting that intent, I think it's much harder for the individual to progress as much as they'd like. So that combination is is, is quite helpful. And Joanna, you're looking ahead to your career. Any final thoughts from you? Um, I just wanted to say that uh, I think the most important thing in personal development is to be transparent with your line manager. And if you think that there is an opportunity for you to get, you should ask for it because the worst thing that can happen is that you hear a no, but that doesn't mean that your career is over, but that the opportunity is going to come later. That sounds very clear. Um, Nere, how about you? Uh, final thoughts from you. Yes, what a... What we have seen is the growth of GLP. Uh, now it's a it's a big, massive business. But I think that I feel that there are still the people that are running the business are easy to reach. They are approachable. So whenever you have a concern, whenever you want to change something, go and talk to them because they are supportive and open-minded. And Diana, final thought from you, having just come back from maternity leave. Yeah, Paul, it was really nice to hear that my colleagues feel the same about working for GLP. And I think they mentioned everything what I'm also thinking. And I can say I'm still happy after six years to be part of this company. Okay, well, that's all very positive point to end on. Um, That's it for today. Four very different career stories about career development and how support at the right time is so important to helping people grow and take on more responsibility. Thanks to the guests today, uh, Brian McHenry. Thanks, Paul. uh, Joanna Resides. Thank you, Paul. Diana Homeister. Thanks, Paul. And Neri Herrera. Thanks, Paul. Uh, My name is Paul Shearer. Have a lovely day. Thanks for listening to this episode of G-Talk. You can find other episodes in this series in all the usual podcast places. Be sure to subscribe. You can also find out more on GLP Europe's website, eu.glp.com.